0: Good morning. This morning's reflection is about wise effort, usually translated as, out of the Pali, as right effort. And I think uh, a more accurate Uh, Description is balanced effort. What uh, qualities of mind and heart keep us bound and suffering? What qualities of mind and heart set us free? The word for energy or uh, effort in Pali is virya. And the two are very intimately connected, effort and energy, very intimately involved with each other in our practice. Virya is the mental effort... The energy that's present in every single moment of mental activity and in relationship to our practice. The mental energy that's present in every single moment of a focused attention. Concentration, mindful awareness, and investigation. Balanced effort or energy is the third factor of enlightenment. The first being mindfulness and the second being investigation. As I'm sure many of you have tasted at times, there's a kind of courageous and balanced effort that we're called upon to make in our practice. The about to be Buddha's tremendous determination and energy and the flow of his effortless effort that night under the bow tree meant that there was just enough effort being made in just the right way. Just enough energy being expended in just the right way. And although I know that each of you know that energy and effort are essential factors for our practice. It's shown to us directly and clearly in a very intimate way, especially during times of intensive practice. It's shown to us that a great dedication, enthusiasm, and a balanced exertion And a wholehearted endeavor is really what's needed to truly engage in this process of awakening. If anyone ever told told you that one just kind of floats through it and reaches the other shore without expending much energy and effort, that it's all really so easy, we can be sure that they weren't speaking from experience or that for some reason they weren't telling us the truth. So an important and crucial aspect of our practice is learning how to make a wholehearted effort in the right way. It's kind of like tuning a guitar. If As practice develops and blossoms and matures, we learn to recognize more and more clearly the quality of the effort that we're putting into our practice. Are we trying too hard, over-efforting, tightening and tensing with the effort that we give to practice? Or are we just too laid back, lethargic, and maybe misunderstanding what a relaxed energy, attitude and effort means In relationship with practice, consequently experiencing a sinking body, mind, and heart, maybe seemingly all too often in our practice. We need to regularly tune up the quality and the attitudinal approach of the effort that we practice with, just like a musician. Even the most accomplished musician has to tune their instrument regularly. And just like this, we also need to tune up regularly. And like playing a guitar, for instance, if the strings are too tight, they break. If they're too loose, they have no tone. And the music can't be played. So as our ear, so to say, is honed, we're able to more and more easily notice when there's even quite a subtle imbalance of effort attitudinally or energetically happening with our practice. And so we tune up subtly in order to play the beautiful music of our practice. And this goes on all through The years of our practice. Dhamma teacher, colleague, and dear friend Gina Sharp says this about wise effort. By this effort, we do not seek to improve ourselves. Rather, we open our minds to understanding the qualities of heart that keep us bound in suffering and those that set us free. This is a radical shift that requires profound kindness and compassion. So we could say that we pay attention to understand, not to judge. If we hold the view that Dhamma practice is about improving ourselves, then we will then be making effort by judging whether or not we're making progress. Wise effort in our practice is towards learning how suffering and happiness happen. In order to make this shift, many of us need to work or to practice towards the ability to accept ourselves just as we are. Acceptance of the body, mind, and heart just as it is in any given moment isn't an attitude of dropping into complacency working with ourselves in this way is not actually about improving the self but rather about we could say preparing the self to actually to be able to make the shift from getting better to getting more free. And actually, just in learning to accept the self, we're starting to become free of this so-called self. This shift is really a crucial aspect of our practice. A question you might ask yourself now and then that I think can be helpful is, am I trying to get better in this moment? Or am I practicing to understand? What qualities of heart and mind keep us bound in suffering? What qualities of heart and mind set us free? a group of nurses who work at the bedside of critically ill and dying people said this. They said, we discovered that what is most important in healing is nothing that we say or do, but the quality of our presence is what's most important. I think many of us can get Quite caught in a striving mindfulness practice, and so caught that we forget what's most important. To be able to open our hearts, to be present with life as it's appearing and as it's disappearing, as it's blossoming and wilting, moment by moment. We forget that our practice is. Not just to help us solve our problems, but to enter deeply into the ineffable mystery of life and death. Robert Aiken Roshi said, our practice is not to clear up the mystery. It is to make the mystery clear.